Hello, and welcome to a new season of TB Tunes. That's right, we're switching it up, doing a season of episodes. There's going to be 12 of them. We've got some great ones lined up. Switching it up here at TB Tunes, and one way that we're switching things up is this, this thing you're listening to right now. We're going to be doing mini-sodes, because uh, we thought to ourselves, wouldn't it be nice if we could tell people what to watch in preparation for the next episode? So that's exactly what we're doing. Uh, John and I, uh, John isn't here. John, are you here? No, he's not here. Uh, we're gonna trade off recording these quick mini-sodes. Sometimes we'll record them together. Sometimes we'll do weird things with them. We're doing whatever we want with these, baby! But kicking off this new season of TV Tunes, I'm very excited. We're switching it up yet again. This podcast isn't just about 90s tunes anymore. We're just doing all cartoons that our guests feel nostalgic about. And our first guest is Adam McCabe. You know him, you love him. He's a very funny writer, performer... Uh, you've seen him at Upright Citizens Brigade on Bangarang. You've seen him be funny in all sorts of, uh, media. (laughs) He's a very funny, delightful dude, and he wanted to talk about Chuck Jones, which I, of course, was pumped about. If you're listening to this podcast and you don't know who Chuck Jones is, then first of all, that's weird. But second of all, uh, you actually do know. You do know who he is. You just don't know it. Chuck Jones didn't create Bugs Bunny, but he's pretty much responsible for giving him the personality and characteristics of the bugs that we know and love today. Did that sentence make sense? Okay, good. So I'm going to list all of the Chuck Jones shorts that we are watching. You could go off and watch them yourselves, so you'll know exactly what we're talking about when we talk with Adam, which I'm very excited about. Okay. First cartoon is from 1956, Barbary Coast Bunny. Uh, featuring the villain Nasty Canasta, which is just a perfect villain name. This has, And this is Bugs Bunny at a casino in San Francisco in, like, old-timey cowboy stuff. Moving to 1953's Duck Amuck, which is one of my favorite cartoons ever. Uh, this is uh, an basically an animator messing with Daffy Duck the whole time. It's hard to describe because of how meta and crazy it is, but it's so good. So good, in fact, that it was inducted into the United States Library of Congress and selected for preservation in the National Film Registry, guys. That's how important slash good this cartoon is. <laughs> um, it also, I think, is number two in Jerry Beck's book, 50 Greatest Cartoons. Uh, and we'll get to number one in a minute. Next cartoon to watch is 1952's Feed the Kitty which is a great one, and actually one that I wasn't aware of until I watched the PBS documentary Extremes and Inbetweens, A Life in Animation, which is a biography on Chuck Jones. Totally recommend watching that if you want to watch more things. (laughs) If you like watching things, you gotta watch this thing. Uh, But Feed the Kitty is so good and, and amazing and features a cute little kitten and a dog named Mark Anthony. Great name for a dog. Next is 1955's One Froggy Evening, uh, first ever cartoon to feature Michigan J. Frog, uh, more commonly known as the W.B. Frog. I don't know why he became the mascot of Warner's television, but you maybe know him more from that than from this cartoon. But this cartoon is amazing. Uh, in, in that PBS documentary I just mentioned, Steven Spielberg calls One Froggy Evening the Citizen Kane of animated shorts. 
damn, dude. I mean, Spielberg. First of all, yes. But second of all, chill out. Uh, I love how much Spielberg loves cartoons. He, like, at the height of his power in the 90s, he could have done anything. And he was like, you know what? I want to get into TV animation. I want to make Tiny Toons. I want to make Animaniacs. Uh, we'll talk about Tiny Toons later this season. I'm getting off track, baby. After One Froggy Evening is the Hypochondricat, made in 1950. This is probably one of the lesser-known ones. Adam selected this one. He selected all of these, actually. Um, but this is a good one. Uh, gets pretty dark. Check this one out. Check all of them out. I don't know why I said check this one out specifically. Check all of them out. Next is 1949's Rabbit Hood. Spoiler, I don't care I don't care if I'm spoiling this for you. This features a live action Errol Flynn Robin Hood at the very end as like the final gag. Uh it's super crazy and funny. And a little personal story, I got to see this on the big screen. There's a thing in LA that I wish I remember what it was called, but it's like a conservancy that uh helps maintain old like beautiful old movie theaters in LA and as like a fundraiser they were selling tickets and doing a screening of the Errol Flynn Robin Hood and they played this short before it and it was so cool. Next is 1957's What's Opera Doc, a goddamn classic. This is the number one best cartoon according to Jerry Beck's uh, 50 Great Cartoons. Uh, oh god, I mean what's not to love about What's Opera Doc? You've seen it, you've loved it. You, oh, mm, the sweet, sweet gender fluidity of Bugs Bunny. <laughs> the final one to watch is maybe my personal favorite Chuck Jones cartoon. Uh, it's so stylized and so bonkers and fun and weird. 1942's The Dover Boys. Um, yeah, oh, just such snappy animation and crazy jokes. And it, I can't, I don't. It's just so good. It's so good. Please, please watch all of these, but also definitely watch the Dover Boys. So yeah, like I said, these mini-sodes are going to be letting you know what cartoons to watch. We're also switching it up this season. We're just going to watch, uh, when it comes to like half-hour long shows, we're just going to pick like five of them and watch those because it's more manageable than binging a full damn season of a show. And, like, watching five uh, episodes of a cartoon, that's like watching a feature-length movie. We've all got time to watch a movie at some time during the week, right? I hope you do. What What's up with your life, if, if not? So, yeah, we'll be telling you what to watch in these minisodes. And because I can't help myself, I'll probably recommend other things, like uh, the Chuck Jones documentary, Extremes and Inbetweens. It's very good. I highly recommend it. Listening to Chuck Jones talk animation and comedy philosophy is just so interesting. He he has like he has rules for his cartoons. For example, Bugs Bunny uh will only torture someone if provoked. <laughs> so many Bugs Bunny cartoons are him just getting revenge on people and that was important to Chuck. I call him Chuck cuz we're such good friends. That was important to him because he, you know, he he focused on character. He came up, uh, he he came up at a time at Termite Terrace, making cartoons for Leon Schlesinger in the time of some animation superstars like Bob Clampett and Tex Avery and Fritz Freeling. And he he learned about meta comedy from Tex, who was doing all sorts of crazy stuff, like having characters run so fast they run like uh, they skid off of the film. They would talk to the audience and stuff. That definitely had a big effect on Chuck, especially on Duck Amuck. 
I'm going to give you some rapid-fire Chuck Jones facts. He had three siblings. They all got into art. He dropped out of high school to attend an art institute in Los Angeles. He grew up next to the Chaplin Studios, which is pretty cool. And, like, look at these comedy legends living next to each other. He really he really worked his way up to director doing every job in between. He Speaking of in between, he was an in-betweener. He was a cell washer. I think like this, the secret key to his genius comedy brain is the fact that he was an in-betweener. He had to like, he had to really figure out timing on a frame by frame basis. And he would give animators instructions down to the frame for his comedic timing. I think, yeah, I think his in-betweening time had a great effect on his work later on. He didn't create, like I said before, he didn't create Bugs Bunny. One of his best-known creations is probably Pepe Le Pew, which he admitted was kind of a reflection of himself, uh, which was maybe his first delve into creating characters instead of just focusing on gags, which is probably where he and Tex uh, divert paths. He made a whopping 43 Roadrunner and Coyote cartoons. They were just pumping those out. He's talked about how they would like pump those out because they knew they could do them real quick. Uh, and then that would sort of clear time for more ambitious cartoons like What's Opera Doc that they knew would take more time. Super fascinating stuff. We'll get into all of that on our episode with Adam. I'm so excited to talk to him. He loves Chuck Jones so much, and it's so fun to talk to Adam about anything he's passionate about. Uh, and if you need proof, just listen to Screw It. We're just going to talk about the Beatles, a podcast that he is a frequent person on. Person on? Guest. You know what I mean. Uh, cool. That's that's a mini-sode, you guys. I hope that's helpful. I hope you watch all of these cartoons. This is a weird thing to say. Uh, watch these cartoons as early in the day as possible because I genuinely think starting your day off with a Chuck Jones cartoon is the best way to start your day. It just... It's... How how can you have a bad day when it starts with that? Oh God, I I'm I can't believe I'm ending on that cheesy of a note, but that's what I'm doing. Uh, return Thursday for our full episode with Adam McCabe. It's gonna be awesome. Also, please like and subscribe. Do you like on iTunes? I don't know. Wherever you listen to this thing, uh, subscribe and share, rate and review. It helps find it helps find our audience. Our audience find us. Uh, either way, it's. Uh, it's a two-way street, baby. Also, I'm beefing up our Instagram presence. Follow us on Instagram, TV Tunes, Tunes with a Z, of course. If there are cartoons you want us to talk about or things that you think we missed, get in touch. D- do it uh, either on our Facebook page, our Twitter, or Instagram. Probably Instagram, because I'm, like, all about Instagram right now. Uh, yeah, all right. See you guys Thursday for an awesome episode with Adam McCabe. Campfire.